Hi everyone, welcome to the Black Man Answers Cosmo podcast. You are here with your host, Chris Sanders. This week, we don't have Eric. I mean, we, we have Eric here on Earth, but he's just not with the show. This week, I decided to do a little bit of a sit down with my other friend. Um, I'm going to call him Dave. That's not really his name. I just feel like saying Dave because Dave felt right to me. <laughs> Uh, do me a favor guys if you haven't go leave us a review over on iTunes and SoundCloud if possible but really I'm pushing for the iTunes we need those to help us show up in relevant search and it just really helps the show overall if you want to send us any questions you guys might have sex or relationship or otherwise um, submit them over at Twitter at csandreas also um, you can you know find me on YouTube at nerdyvideos.com by typing that into any web browser or Chris Sanders, easy to spell. You'll figure it out. Trust me. Um, this week we are sitting now with a different guy, but I think you guys will like him. He's really, really fun. He actually goes by the name of Chase, and he's a blast to listen to. We had a good time on this podcast. I think you guys will like it, and stick around for the rap at the end. Oh God, everything's pretty much incriminating. So we'll just. Just leave it at that for now, I suppose. Right, right, They'll cool. find out. They'll find out all they need to know here shortly. I wrote that. All right, so so you just said something <laughs> earlier off off recording that kind of blew my mind for a second. So you're telling me that daylight savings time is a ruse. It's an elaborate ruse. Yes. So, tell me about it. Uh, so Benjamin Franklin in the 1700s invented it to uh, deal with the time and light changes for farmers. And there are states in the United States, uh, I believe Arizona is one of them, that do not actually use daylight savings time. That is just weird to me. I just thought it was a way to like keep us on like task and like, like not, not farmers, but like just people in general, like keeps on task for like our lives because like the lights came down differently. Or um, at, well, actually, there's there's uh, groups of people who actually want to completely do away with it because. I mean, obviously, when back in the 1700s, when it was put into effect, um, the majority of people were farmers. But now, with so many people not farming, that like having like real jobs. Yeah, not saying, <laughs> yeah, sorry. real jobs. Sorry. Like I so call it. Sorry, I'll say that because I'm better because of FarmersOnly.com. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was single this last round, I was to a point where I was like, you know, I'm gonna get on uh, FarmersOnly.com and see what happens. And I got on there, and no one would talk to me. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it would be, pretty much be the same thing if I went on Black People Meet, too. So See, false, <laughs> false. Because my friend, I have a friend, and I won't say her last name, but my friend Sarah joined BlackPeopleMeet.com, <laughs> and she likes black guys. And I bet Sarah, she, yeah, she I, does. And I believe that she did well on there and met a couple of guys, because I'm a black guy, and we like white girls. But And I feel like there are those like white girls like that like white guys. So well, that's yeah. I don't. I mean, uh, usually, I guess stereotypically, uh, the 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 black guys like the white women more than I guess the than the black women on the white guys. But I, I don't know. I digress. That's not true. I mean, I, yeah, I'm probably. I mean, stereotypically, true. Speaking, it is true. Stereotypically, it is because I feel like I don't know. There's a a point there where like the black guys will almost equally as aggressively go after the white girls, whereas I feel like. Black women don't aggressively go after either. And that sounds bad to say that, but this has been my experience because as a black man, I've had more white girls hit on me 
than black girls. I have black girls subtly be like, hey, you got a cute. Or white girls be like, I want your balls. Like, <laughs> like, like literally, it's the way it's happened. And I'm like, well, uh, well, I, could, yeah, I, could, I, mean, I could tell you were into me. So. <laughs> I mean, in the time I've known you, you've only been with white women, I that's guess. True. So, that's true. Um, I mean, you've known me, what, two years? Uh, it's been a long year? Probably longer than that. Is it? Has it been that long? Oh, God. Oh, it has. Yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah, Holy been... crap. Like three years ago. Yeah, at least, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you only saw me, like, you saw me date, like, your friend, obviously, and, yep. like, then the girl went after that, but there was a period in my life where I was not <laughs> dating a white girl, <laughs> and no one believes me, because I admit, since moving to the north side, I have definitely pursued more white girls than not, but that's because that's what's out here. Yeah. I live on the south side, I would go out there, I definitely did when I was on the south side, so it's not really out of me not trying. I have tried here on the north side, and those black girls, or these black girls, don't like me. And I've had this conversation before on the podcast with Eric, so I don't want to get too deep into it. But, like, it's weird, because, like, they'll like other black guys, or they'll like, like other, even like white guys, but for some reason they, they don't like me. Or at the same time that I like them. I don't know how it works, but I'm not worried about that. It's not a big deal. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So, like, the other thing you told me that I can bring up, too, is, it's about, was it about leap years? Leap year, like, yes. Leap year. So, Tell me about that. Go. Uh, so, <laughs> Go. <laughs> so, so Chris is asking why, why once every four years we have an extra day. What is the point of the, the the extra day in February for the leap year? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when the Earth rotates around the Sun, it takes three hundred and sixty-five and one quarter days. And so, obviously, with our calendar, we only put three hundred sixty-five on. So, so to make up for that, those quarters, we add the extra day. That just, I just didn't, I never understood it. I was like, oh, you're just adding a day for no reason. Like, that's cool. That's, that's awesome. I, I never also chose not to research that. So it's my fault. Well, so. yeah. I mean, these are just things I've picked up along the way over the years. I don't know. I I don't go actively trying to read random facts, but yeah. I'm sure seem to be full of them tonight. All right, so I'll tell you something really stupid about myself before we start answering questions that <laughs> make me qualified to answer these questions. Um, because we're talking about calendars and like, mm. like you know, stuff. So, Periods. I at a point, yeah, at a point, <laughs> I had a point in my life where I was convinced because of no reason other than my own decisions that the weeks of <laughs> the weeks of every month were every week. Every month was like five weeks because on the calendar is five spaces. So I was like, one, two, three, four, five. And so I just always assumed that it was always five. Didn't know it was four. I know it's four now, so you know. I'm 31 <laughs> years old. And I realized this, though, in college when I had a paper due. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, it's like, it's, I got five weeks. It's cool. Like, what do you mean five? You have four weeks. You have a month. Yeah, I know. A month. Five weeks. What are you talking about, Chris? And I had this giant argument with my roommate. Like, look at this calendar, you idiot. One, two, three, four, five. And he goes, the first one is always blank. <laughs> So, so, uh, so, so, so it took you in, until you were, uh, you know, let's let's call it eighteen years of age to realize this. Well, here's the thing: I I didn't have a reason to know because I was in high school, just living my life, you know, like no responsibility, no, no bills yeah. to pay. I was hanging out, so yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't really people, look at. Yeah, people tell you what to do and you do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, do it on this date. Like, I didn't really have a reason to know that each month was four weeks. So there you go. I was an idiot, and I think there was a point where I thought it was six, but that's, that's dumb. 
that's that's too too ridiculous to <laughs> to actually comprehend. So, all right. So, without that, any further ado, do you, I'm gonna jump into this segue, but I will ask you this question because I feel like the opening of most of the other podcasts, this actually has been kind of nerdy. Like, do you have anything that you're currently like excited about that's happening or coming up in life in general? <sighs> Uh, baseball season's coming up. Yes, Pretty excited is. about that. You I know, am too. especially living on the north side of Chicago mm-hmm. here. Uh, um, you know, Wrigley's fired up, which I'm a Cardinals fan, but mm-hmm. hey, you know, <laughs> the, the I, most hated man in Wrigleyville. I mean, no, I'm probably worse than you because I'm the person that like. So I don't even know this or not, but like, I had a friend who got me to start even going to baseball games before I even met you, and I used to like not care at all. I would go for social reasons purely. So my friend Ashley was like, hey, you know, um, the Cardinals playing the Cubs, you want to go, I got free tickets, and that would happen every single year, it would happen all the time, so I would go to games, and I don't know who she was rooting for at the moment, and then I would switch over and root <coughs> for the Cubs whenever I was with other people. And one time someone goes, who are you rooting for? I go, I don't know, I don't know who are you rooting for? I go, what do you mean? Pick, pick your team. I go, I don't, I, mean, I don't have a team, I'm just, root, I'm just rooting. And so I feel like, and I get these dirty stares from everybody around me, so I feel like I'm the most hated person in really yeah. Because I don't make choices. I mean, there's there's worse things than going to baseball games for social reasons. I mean, what's what's a better reason than going out to a ballpark and sitting in the sun and drinking beer for three hours? You know, I. I mean, I mean, see, my thing is like, I just like the camaraderie. Like, I go to um, opening day. If you guys don't know, opening day is where uh, the first game of a season for your team, home game for a season for your mm-hmm. team. I go to opening days to hang out, and I've always had a blast. I've always had like the best day ever in opening oh, day. Yeah, it's a giant party, especially yeah. here in the city, you mm-hmm. know? And so I'm like, for that reason alone, I thoroughly support <laughs> that sports team. <laughs> Which, like, you guys know, like, I used to be the person who goes, like, go sports, and I've, li- like, literally have slowly become an actual sports fan over the last, like, three years, you know? I actually, I'll say this, so I haven't talked about this yet, but, like, I found that... I had to use sports as a dating mechanism because I would meet girls and say I was in the sports and they go, well, I'm not into you and walk away. <laughs> or like, you could feel like the silent judgment from that person when you, like, they heard that you weren't in sports or I would try to make guy friends and they go, oh yeah, what team are you into? I'm like, I went to art school. So I'm in team art. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, you can get away with it if you say you're, you went to art school. Right. I mean, there's nothing against going to art school. I mean, it's not. my aunt graduated with a you know, with a bachelor's degree in in uh, art history mm-hmm. or something, uh, something of that nature, and you know she's doing things now. So, but I feel like people have a hard time bonding with you. If you don't have that base level, especially guys, especially now. I think more and more women are into sports than guys at this point. So I've gone to like my fair share of games or like of any genre, and there's tons of women. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I mean, you look at. Um, you look at uh, my girlfriend, and she. Um, so when her when her football team loses, she breaks down crying. Um, when my football team loses, I I don't get that quite quite as emotional about that. Um, maybe that's just because I'm a man. I don't know. Whatever. But <laughs> eh, doesn't matter. I mean, it just is what it is. All right, cool. I can talk normal now. Yeah, people don't know how this podcasting works. Um, I wear headphones for the first set of the conversation, and I take them off because that way I'm not like overcompensating because I can hear everything that's happening. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna jump right now into answering the Cosmo questions, which I know that's why you're here. 
And then after this, uh, you guys will hear me rap, which will be recorded later. All right, first question. This is from the section of um, Ask Him Anything. Great this, Chase. Um, this guy is... I don't know who asked this question. Okay, it's a guy. All right, he goes, My girlfriend moved in with me and was supposed to be temporary, but nine months later, she's still here. It's the elephant in our relationship. How do I address this? Uh, see, I'm in a similar situation to okay. this because oh. so uh, going into my relationship, it started out as kind of, as a one night stand, and so we worked together. I gave her a key. I had to go to work, and I said, "Hey, I got to go to work. Lock up." And she just kind of never left. <laughs> so, so you see, basically, they have two options here. You can either stick it out basically for the rest of your life or break up with her oh yeah these are these are pretty much your two options i agree um other than that broaching the subject would probably be pretty difficult yeah i feel like she feels like hey eh, I'm with this guy we're together we're sleeping together we have a good thing going why stop it if you try to stop it it's gonna feel like you guys are going like backwards in a relationship yeah it's gonna feel like you're regressing so you kind of screwed dude <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> but, so i actually have an example like this where it wasn't a girlfriend though um and he knows who he is i have a friend at a studio so my first apartment in chicago was in rogers park and i moved in had a studio it was cool it was cheap it was six hundred dollars i was happy um i had a friend whose girlfriend actually moved down the street from me in rogers park as well and so he wanted to get out of his burb he was living in with his parents. So I said, hey, dude, you can come down here and like stay here until you find an apartment. Six months later, he had not found an apartment. It was not helping me pay rent. <laughs> and that was okay because it wasn't a big deal because I was getting $600. I don't really care. So his way of paying, making up to me was he would make me dinner or uh, bring me around groceries every now and again. But we never had a formal agreement of when anything would happen. So he's basically your girlfriend then. Kind of. But none of the cool stuff that comes with being a girlfriend except dinner. So it's like my personal chef more than anything else. Yeah. But then like I I just didn't have I wasn't very confrontational and I'm better about that now in my life, but I was like scared to be like, hey man, you should probably pay me rent or leave because it's yeah. been like months. And so ultimately what happened was I got a girlfriend and that girlfriend wanted more private time and it was weird when she would come over and he'd just be in the other in this one room, it's a studio. He'd be like right there when we're in the bed, and he'd be over there on the on the on the couch, and she's like, "I'm not making out with you with him here." And she's like, "I'm gonna talk to him." I'm like, "No, don't do it." She's, like, "I'm gonna talk to him." So when she just goes, "Hey, uh, I think I'm gonna move in. Is that okay?" Oh, he goes, "All right," and then he then he left, and then he got an apartment. He just, he just left. He just left. Just... He got I me mean, gathered his like he had a bag and he had his stuff and he, he, he left. Had, he, so he had basically no belongings. Yeah. Which, hey, well, yeah, it was what it was, but it, but it wasn't a bad situation. It was just weird because it was one room, it was me and it was him. And then oh, yeah. When the girlfriend came over, that's when it got weird. And so the one thing I can say that's good about it, though, is that um, I can now never become homeless because I ever lose my like place to live. I know I can live with him and his wife because I let him stay with me in the studio for several yeah. months for free. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, can I borrow your spare room or your basement? Uh, this will be similar to the time that I let you stay in the exact same room with me for months on end. Yeah. For free. For free. So, so. I'm going keep it in my pocket. I don't plan yeah. on being homeless anytime soon. Yeah, but can. if I ever am, sir, you know who you are. <laughs> I love you. We're still friends. Just saying. I will cash in that chip and you will be like, no. 
Yeah, it's, it's okay. good to it's good to hold those get out of jail free cards. Oh yeah, absolutely. So let's just <laughs> wrap up there and just say that the elf in your relationship guy or earlier on the question, it's it's there staying because you made a choice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alright, next question. This girl ask asks to be very careful with that. So there's a thing um, where when I was in college, I would say ax, like ax instead of ask. And so my uh, roommate at the time would follow me around and be like, hey, man, let me ask you a question, chopping my shoulder. And it was so <laughs> annoying that I taught myself to say ask. Sure. So, I gotta be so, not, so now I oversay it now. So when I try to say asks, I try to say that right. Anyway, um, my boyfriend, and not me, this is a question. <laughs> My boyfriend and I used to cuddle after sex, but now all he does is go on his phone. Everything else between us is great, and I don't want to seem like I'm insinuating or insulting his... What? This question's weird. I don't want to seem like I'm insulting him sexually, but come on. How can I get him off his phone? The question's weird to me. I'm sorry. I want to read that one more time. I know everybody out there is double-taking. Um, my boyfriend and I used to cuddle after sex, oh, I get it now. but now all he does is go on his phone. Everything else between us is great, and I don't want to seem like I'm insulting him sexually, but come on, how can I get him off his phone? Oh, that's, that's a tough one there. Um, do you have one on your phone? Um, yeah, yeah, kind of, I mean... It's I guess it's it's kind of maybe that it comes with comes with uh, time in a relationship where you just kind of you like done it all seen it all sort of deal and so you're just kind of moving on and uh, as to how to get him off his phone uh, I don't know maybe broach the subject maybe who knows maybe just go for another round maybe maybe that'll That'll keep him off his phone if you keep him on his toes. Maybe keep keep uh, pressing him for a little more, a little more nookie here and there. You know. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like um, I used to get on my phone back when the you know the, the, the good old days when I was having sex. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I, the, I mean, the girlfriend at that point would always say, "Hey, she got your phone," and I just would. So that's it. I mean, you're not insulting him sexually. You just want more time with him. You want um, to be attentive. You want him to be there. You want to feel loved and cared for. Because I feel like a lot of times with sex, um, some girls will feel like they were just, even if you've been with a person for a while, you can feel like you were used. And I feel like the holding of the cuddling or whatever diffuses that and shows um, love and affection. And you have to just remind them sometimes to do that. Like, hey, man, like, let me know that you love me. So, like, um... Even, like, now, you know, not having sex, when we, like, you know, make out with the girlfriend or whatever, when we stop, you know, she'll want a hug, want to be held, I'll do that. As you guys can hear, maybe from the background, I live in a great neighborhood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know why I said that. I feel um, like just go by in good neighborhoods, too. But anyway. um, well, no, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I mean, I kind of understand what, uh, what they're saying. Uh, I have something similar that happens to me. Um, so obviously with a lot of women, they get up and go to the bathroom, uh, helps prevent UTIs. Right. After oh, yeah. sex. Sure. Which I understand. You should do it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, 
for me, it feels like a little off-putting, like, like, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm no strangers to uh, one night stands at all, right. but uh, uh, when when she gets up to go to the bathroom immediately after sex, feels a little like I'm being used for sex, mm. like I'm being used for this great penis. <laughs> 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 which, <laughs> which obviously obviously I mean, who is just wanna, a construct of my mind but I mean I feel that way I mean what can I say I'm gonna, next, next time probably after we're married when I have sex and she gets on walls like way to go pee I'll be like I just feel like you use me for this great penis <laughs> quote Chase <laughs> Why, are you quoting Chase right now yes I am <laughs> It was a great quote. <laughs> I want to say your last name so bad. <laughs> it just added more mm, to it. Right, go, go to the next question. Ch- right. Chase Bearded Guy. Chase Bearded Guy. Chase Bearded Guy says. All right, here we go. <clears throat> question. Real talk. When is it okay to fart in front of a guy? After the first date? Second date? First sleepover? Ever? Uh, I think it uh, really depends on a level of comfortability mm-hmm. um, with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, so I've been in relationships where I wasn't comfortable uh, with my with my partner after a number of years. Right. Um, but like my current girlfriend. Um, she has no problems farting in front of me, mm-hmm. um, but I think we got to a certain level where it became okay, and I think it's a, I think it's kind of person to person, situation to situation. Great. So I'll say this: I think it's a, it really depends on that relationship, like you're saying. Like I feel like I was in a relationship before where she was like, "Oh, I don't do that," and I'm like, "Uh, what?" And she's like. Girls don't fart. I'm like, um, you're human. You have to. Yeah. This is literally a thing that humans do. <laughs> but it was so infuriating. She refused to admit it. I was like, it was the thing that annoyed me the most about her because it was so unrealistic. So then girlfriends I had like down the line, it's kind of like just see what happens. I'll tell you um, from a guy's perspective, I feel like as soon as I fart in front of you, you can do whatever you want because I've just done it in front of you. I That's my opinion. I feel like I did it, so you can do it too. That's really how I feel. Um... If you have SPDs, which are silent but deadly, um, watch out for that one, because that's different. Because I think farting is one thing, but then when it's really, really smelly, <laughs> that's different. I mean, like, you got to make sure there's, like, a dog or a cat around, something to blame on. Something to blame on. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. Like, like mine, like, we had, we had, like, some weird dinner. It was really bad, right? And actually, believe it or not, last night, I just got my first ever, like, SPD from my girlfriend. Ooh. First ever. And I was just like, Oh, that is bad. And then I returned it with mine, and it was now just as bad. And it kind of cooked in the room. It was, and see, that's it was yeah, bad. And it was, and, it was and that's a very odd point where you get to the relationship where you have farting contests <laughs> of like whose whose farts are the worst. See, I welcome that though because I feel like that's like the like that's the ultimate level of comfortability, and that's where you're like, okay, if I can deal with that smell, I can put a ring on it. Like I like. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, you got to know your brand. I mean, oh, you, yeah. can't, you can't marry some girl who you find out farts and it's the worst thing you've ever smelled. Oh, no, I was with someone that I was with pretty seriously and hers were like, it was weird because it was a mixture of like soft baked cookies 
and farts. And so, like, it was like this, like, thing where it would ruin one of my favorite smells. Like, I love cookie. Cookie smells my favorite smell. But then you mix that in with, like, the rankness of a fart, too. And that's what her farts were like. And I could not deal with it. So when she, I just told her, like, when if you have to do this, I have to leave the room. I have to. If you don't do it in the car, don't ever Dutch oven me. Don't ever Dutch oven me or I'm going to dump you. Boy, I wish I wish the I wish our listeners out there could see the look on my face when you when you said a mixture of freshly baked cookies <laughs> and ass. It's just a it's just a just a very weird combination. It's I mean, a special um, cocktail that girl. You know, like I can understand, like a, it's a it's a nice mix of fajitas and asshole, but um, you know, uh, freshly baked cookies. I'm not sure where those. Where those come into the mix at, but... Um, I don't, that's what it was. It was a sweet, but deadly tart smell. Yeah, and so, and so when you when you go over to your, your mother's house uh, and she's baking some cookies, does it just really just take you back? It used it, to. It, 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 it takes you back to those days when when your girlfriend would just rip one. When, they, and, when she ruined it. And she laughed. It was, it was, she had like the like most evil laugh, too. She knew how bad it was. Oh, of course. Yeah, women love it when they ruin your childhood memories. <laughs> Yo, oh, you like cookies? <laughs> Not anymore. I've got this. I'm going to fix this. Yeah, and needless to say, me and that girl are not together anymore, and I won't say it's not in part due to her farts. just going to throw it out there. Well, yeah, yeah. But so, to answer your question, That's girl, a good enough reason. I'll just say, you know, you can, you can definitely fart in front of your guy at some point, but you have to gauge your relationship with how comfortable you guys are. If you feel like you guys are super comfortable... I feel like you can just do it whenever you want to, and he's going to laugh at it, or he's going to freak out, and it's going to be funny, but he's still going to be there. You gotta, I feel like wait till you're in love. That's what I'm talking about there. Wait till you're in love. When you're in love, it's tough, but it's still And there. sometimes not even then, but yeah. but at least up until that point. At least at that point. Like I wouldn't do it first date. I wouldn't do it second date. I, actually, I'll take that back. Maybe do it first date if you don't care anymore about, like, I'm trying to find a good way to put this. Um, I think so. I feel like my girlfriend I have now did something really embarrassing on our first date. And I won't say what it was, but it made me like her more. It made me like her a lot more because she was like open to being herself and open to being real. And it was like, wow, I haven't had this ever. This is great. And so maybe, just maybe, if you let one go, it may be the worst thing in the world. Just hope and pray that it doesn't smell. If it doesn't smell, I think it's fine. I think it depends on if it smells or not. That's my that's my favorite. I mean, yeah, uh, first date to first date, she cracks one off and and it doesn't smell. It's kind of funny, but yeah, you go. know, first date she cracks one off and it clears the room. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk about exactly. a fiber intake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. If it doesn't smell, first date. If it, you think it might smell, wait till you're in love. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the next question. I like how we did that. <laughs> All right. I'm about to get married, and I'm not sure if I should invite a close friend of mine because she and I slept together once. And by once, I mean a really long time ago, like years. Would that be wrong to do to my fiance? Uh, it's a tricky situation it here, is. and um, I can probably jump all over um, this. One. I, well, I have actually I have some 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 decently good insight on this mm-hmm. one. Um, and so, so there was a group of friends that from uh, from back home that uh, 
it was it was all women, and I slept with about eighty or ninety percent of them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still, I mean, I'm still good friends with all these girls. Right. And so would I feel like, would I feel hurt that I didn't get invited to their wedding? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, I mean, most of those occurred when there was drunken days, nights, whatever. Um, uh, now, should you maybe disclose this to your fiance? Maybe, maybe not. I, it depends on your, on your. Well, I guess if you're marrying the person, you yeah. should be super comfortable with them. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, you should probably either disclose this or if you feel comfortable doing it. But you should be open to. It. I mean, it's it's tough for me because all you, my thing is like, I haven't slept with a lot of my friends. I slept with a couple of people that I want that I still want to be friends with for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've made out with most of my female friends for sure. Because <laughs> I was pretty single when I met with these people, and so I know my girlfriend now gets pretty jealous really easily. And I've like reiterated her again and again, like I'm in love with you, I love you, I don't want anybody else. But she still gets jealous over things that happened in the past. Um, and so what I've kind of learned is, is like I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell her. It's probably not the best. I, I, it sounds bad, but like I want to be honest. But if you want to keep tensions low, it may not be good to tell her per se. But if you're gonna marry her, you gotta be honest. You gotta give her the opportunity to make a choice. And you know, I don't want you to ruin your friendships, but I do think it might be kind of smart to put things on the table so she doesn't become surprised later. And let her come around eventually. I don't know how jealous your girlfriend is or not, so that makes a big difference. So I'll say you should tell her about it, but try to soften the blow as much as possible yeah. and reiterate that you love her but these are still your friends and you get it that like it's a, it sucks that happened but you've moved past it you guys are mature you're adults and try to reiterate that I mean I, I did that with my current girlfriend about I'll just talk about it because you know whatever um, there's a a little holiday here in Chicago that we like to celebrate called St. Patty's Day that goes down um, one of my really good friends is coming to town for it um, and she wants to hang out she's a hotel and so my other friends who I met her through are all going to be hanging out at the hotel and told my girlfriend about it. And my girlfriend was like, I don't want to hang out in a hotel with someone you slept with. Because I, I slept with this friend, obviously. And she's like, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, I get it, but there's going to be a lot of people there. It won't be just me and her. We don't have anything for each other. She has a boyfriend. I have you. Yeah. We did it, like, you know, like, twice, you know, over a weekend. And we both were like, that was cool. Let's be friends. Stay friends before I even met you. Continue to be friends. Nothing weird's going on. And I had to really push that point home. And it came around to the point where she's like, I don't like it. It really bothers me. But you're not trying to trick me. You're not trying to like cheat on me. You're not trying to do anything bad. We can hang out at the hotel. But if you don't mind, can we not hang out and do the whole day with her? I'm like, fine. We can do that. We can compromise. Yeah, I mean, so, I can understand that. Uh, I mean, I can understand like the, all right, I don't, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you know, just us three right, or exactly. four or whatever. Exactly. Or even even in like a, a smaller group setting, uh, you know, four or five, six other people. Right. But if it's going to be a large number of people, mm-hmm. you know, you have a, the opportunity to get around, talk to other people. You don't necessarily have to see somebody else at that same party. So Yeah. And so like, and so in this situation with you being married, getting married, and you want to invite them to the wedding, and they're a close friend, I think you have to kind of throw yourself, you know, on the... Um, 
sympathy side of it and go, this is my really close friend. I know it. I know what happened. I know I slept with the person, but it's still my close friend. You need to see that. And we're going to be married. You need to be able to trust me. And that's going to be what you have to do. You just have to, you have to like really push home the fact that you are a trustworthy person and that this is still your friend. And if your fiance still isn't okay with that, you kind of have to let it go. Yeah. hundred percent agreed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next question. <clears throat> question. I swear, every time I've met a boyfriend's parents, I notice a ton of similarities between me and their mother. Make sure I said that right. I notice a ton of similarities between me and their mother. Is it just me, or do a lot of guys fall for women who are just like their moms? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I've I've seen that. I've noticed that before. Um, What's your personal experience with that? Um. Not to be weird. Uh, well, uh, my personal experience, um, a lot of my ex-girlfriends are bitches, so that would be a pretty good similarity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, no, um, (laughs) I don't know, uh, I think, I think, uh, I, I, I don't have a psychology degree or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I think, I think that, like, uh, a mother is, like, a boy's first love mm-hmm. in their life, if you want to put it that way, and so they're always trying to chase that, like that first love that they had. So you end up with some some similar qualities. Um, I, you know, I don't gonna, know if you. I so I'll say this. Um, well, Megan, anyone upset? Uh, I love. My, I, 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 I my mom as a person. I have. So, I love my mom. She's a great person. I think she's a great mother. Um, she is a hard person to like. I love her, but she is a tough woman. And she knows that, though. And she can be very volatile, and she tends to, like, get angry easily and, like, a lot of different things that I don't want. So, I've actually gone out of my way <laughs> to date women that are not like my mom. Like, well, yeah, pretty, yeah, like yeah. for sure. You've got you well. You definitely got got it going now. Uh, oh yeah, uh, black white difference yeah. is pretty but, pretty obvious but, right now. But, so, but even beyond that, I've like I've like I think almost every woman I've dated, except for maybe like two, have been nothing like my mom. Like I've like tried to go for people that were like slow to get angry or like weren't very emotional. And but I will say it is kind of telling though that though the woman that I am like currently like with it, I'm like pretty sure it's almost my soulmate is almost as emotional as my mom is but just doesn't get as angry which I'm like holy crap I was like I would go for girls that like just kind of like didn't really get that upset and we're kind of like deadpan about a lot of kind of easy going yeah as you know yeah so like yeah that's what that's what I would go for and I would go for that again and again and again it would always be okay but it wouldn't be great and now this one is actually really great so it's like crap I wasn't even trying to do it, but I guess this is this is what I'm this is what I'm doing for. Well, so. and who knows? Maybe uh, you know, maybe she's maybe she's been reeling it back a little bit as well, and so you know, maybe oh, maybe crap. a couple years down the road, she's gonna Holy she's crap. gonna go off and snap off. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope that's not true. And then, and then she will <laughs> she will be your mother. <laughs> so yeah, so in that in that uh, that whole tone. Yeah, I guess the guy. Uh, well, that yeah, it, it maybe maybe imparts some balance to your super easygoing yeah. self, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a thing. So yeah, so yeah, um, let's just say that yeah, probably some guys do go for girls or like their mothers, whether on purpose or not. Yeah, and I think 
I think it goes back to something uh, more psychological, but um, more Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even though even though Freud was got a quack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he has been proven to be a quack now, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I don't know, somewhere in there. I, yeah, it's, it's floating. Hell, I don't know. It's floating, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like these questions. So, like, last the last episode we did, um, the questions were absolutely terrible. Like, mm-hmm. the one you didn't hear yet? Like, they were terrible. And I'm like, man, I gotta make an episode out of this, huh? And so I just ran with it. I'm like, you know what? Let's just have a, an episode where the questions are bad. And just enjoy sure. the fact that, like, we're just having a good rapport. Like, I think this is, this is cool. Yeah. Also, other question I asked while we're still on the podcast, are we going to go out after this or are we just going to... No, yeah, absolutely. Right, cool. Look at your... Um, I've, I've got a tolerance uh, usually reserved for an Irish dock worker, so, you know, <laughs> we've, got, we've got plenty of hooch. My liver can take it, I think. Hooch! <laughs> <laughs> hooch! Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. All right. So, okay. <laughs> All right. My guy and I recently moved in together, and he loves meat, and I don't. I am so tired of making two dinners every night. How can I get him to try my healthy, mostly vegetarian stuff? Boom. Um, well, it, uh, I actually have a little insight on this one as well. Oh, okay. Um, so, so this girl that I used to date, who is a great woman, um... I probably screwed it up in the long run, but mm-hmm. that is that's not that's not the issue. Um uh so she was a vegetarian. She was a vegetarian and obviously I like a nice steak. So she uh I think I cared about her enough to try her tofu chicken enchiladas and actually they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that, um, I'm gonna give up my steak, but, uh, you know, a couple of nights a week, I could probably do it. I guess, <clears throat> if, if, uh, if your boyfriend, what is it, it's the woman, right? Yeah, it's a woman. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, if your boyfriend cares about you enough, all you have to do is ask, and if he cares about you, then he will say, of course, honey, let's, yeah. let's try this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so, so, when I was, um, when I was married... Um, my like, ex-wife really wanted to do vegetarian like twice a night. And I was like, nope, I don't want to do that. That sounds gross. I like meat. And so she goes, let's just try it. And I was like, nope, I don't want to do it. And she goes, okay, I want to eat better, blah, blah, blah. I want to take care of myself. And I just feel like this will help. And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So I was like, let's just do it, whatever. It works. So we did it. And it's actually really good because if you make, I'll just say, if you make soy the right way and um, get the right kind of soy, uh, it'll like duplicate the texture of chicken or meat or whatever yeah, yeah. you'd have no idea so yeah surprisingly very good yeah and, and i would had she had not had told me then i would have had no idea, yeah, no idea you know and then she made me a couple of, like really good vegetarian dishes also for the record like there are pescatarian um vegetarians who still eat fish and seafood along with their vegetarian stuff so you might want to try to mix that in there if you're gonna you know if you do that uh, i'll also say that he should be wanting to meet you halfway as chase said like if he's not wanting to meet you halfway then what are you going to do with your relationship? Because relationships are yeah. about compromise. Like yeah. You're going to need to have some kind of balance there where you're giving and taking. And so you have. I feel like you have to make things that are going to be good for both of you guys. So also, also throw this out there. You don't have to make two different dinners. If your boyfriend needs meat with every meal, don't be his slave. 
Yeah. I can say that. You can you can make <laughs> you can make a vegetarian meal and tell him if he wants meat with the meal, cook it himself. Yeah, yeah. Like just do that. Like yeah. I mean, have a salad and get yeah. a grill a steak or, yeah, or a like, chicken or, or, or whatever. grab some ground beef, drop it in whatever you need. You know, do yeah. your, I mean, it's super easy. It's exactly. not hard. Like meat is so easy to make. So yeah, I, and it I, goes so, with it pairs with everything. It pairs with everything, right? So like, take your vegetarian thing, drop it in. So like, if you really he really needs his meat, let him make his own thing. So there you go. Yeah. Gave you an answer for every part that you could figure out. All right, next one. We're gonna jump here. Why does my man want me to shave my pubes so badly? He's been bringing it up a lot. I feel like a child when I'm hairless, and I don't get why that turns him on. Help. I can jump in this one. Uh, he has kind of been trained by what he's seen, probably by porn. I'm gonna throw it out there. Uh, because honestly, I, in my time at least, I haven't seen a lot of girls that go purely shaving except for like when they watch porn. And I personally don't really care whether a girl shaves or not. I can care less personally. Uh, so I'm gonna say that that's why he wants it. As far as getting to stop, I don't know if you can. He's kind of decided what he likes, and you have to let him know that if he wants to sleep with you, you you know need to feel comfortable, and he'll probably change his tune pretty quickly. Because if someone told me that something I'm doing or something that I really want ruins my sex drive, I'm not gonna want to sleep with him anymore, and they'll probably switch it up. Um, uh, for myself, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's for me. It's not a. It's it's not a looks thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me, it's a hygiene thing, oh. and so, and I've had to explain this before. Um, uh, I I don't mind it. Uh, I mean, if it was like a, if it could be, it could be a full on fur burger beaver. Fur burger. <laughs> uh, fresh out of the shower, I would not bother me one bit. But I've I've had some instances with the. Just some cleanliness issues that that I've encountered that uh, that make it, like I said, more of a hygiene thing for me. So huh. that's why that's why I prefer a clean shaven. Got it. I never even, honestly I never even like thought about that at all. Yeah. Holy so that's crap. for me. That's right. That's why I prefer a clean shaven. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if if they wanted to at least hose it off or whatever beforehand. Oh. Grow her off. I grow her out, you know. Alright, so new new answer to the question then. Um, talk to your boyfriend. Ask him why. <laughs> Don't just wonder. <laughs> that might be a thing. Communication. That will be a theme on this show, I think. Yes. So yeah, totally just ask the dude, like, hey man, why do you want me to do this? And he'll tell you. I'll go, oh, I think it's hot. And then at that point, like, I, okay, I'll say, I'll say this too. You could also meet him in the middle, <laughs> quite literally, and <laughs> give him a, you know, you feel like a child, so... Do the landing strip, you know. Do the little like little like swoop right in the middle. Cool. Or a nice nice trim. Yeah, like, yeah. Just just go down a little bit. It's just it's it's fine. I don't we know. can do like uh, his initials. I've heard of that before. I've seen hearts. We do yeah, that too. Hearts. Yeah. Just make it fun. Make yeah, it fun. Yeah. You can do a lot of stuff yeah. with it. And like you know, make it make it fun for him. I don't know. Figure it out. But I'll just say like this is kind of I don't know. If he's really really needs it and you feel like you can't feel natural with it, then you guys need to probably get counselors because. <laughs> Like this a pre-marriage counselor or something. Oh, oh, for sure. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go there. I mean, we can't. Really but, next question. 
Okay, so now, so this is the thing. I, I just noticed in this last episode that now Cosmo is putting like emojis with the questions in this section. <laughs> All right. And it's so weird. It's... And, like, and so I try to guess what it's about before I click it. Like this one right now, I'll click it, read it. This one has like a battery and like white stuff, and I'm like, what is this about? What's uh, the what's the egg timer one? That's that's what I want to know. The, uh, I'll, I'll I'll read that question. And we'll find out. So it's cobwebs and egg timer. I'm gonna assume that it's about them having a dry spell. That's my guess. But let's find out. I had a bad breakup about a year ago. There you go. Oh, I just nailed it. And have not had a sex since. But after this dry spell, nailed that one. I have zero interest. Help. So, so they had a bad breakup and they haven't had sex since. But after the dry spell, they don't really want to have sex. How can they get interested in sex? Ah, boy. Um, I guess, I mean, I've never had this issue personally. I mean, um, I I don't know, try try to increase masturbation, I guess. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, All of my dry spells have been self-imposed. Like, it's minus, I mean, we can call it dry spell. Um, I didn't really, I had sex one time in high school, then I waited four years and had it again when I got married, and that was legit. Sure. Um, and that was again like kind of like semi self imposed, but that was more of me just being in high school, not really knowing women yeah. at all. Um, and then college didn't do it; that was on purpose. And then, yeah, I had a year when I uh, after the divorce, and I kind of went crazy. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna chill mm-hmm. out." And then, you know, here I am now. So I would say that the only way to, I guess you're kind of right. The only way to really fix it is to. I, stimulate I mean, yourself yeah, through you other kinda, means. You, you kind of have to push your own buttons and yeah. figure out, yeah, figure man. out where you want to go with yeah. this. And I don't. Know, so, but I feel like some people though would like prefers to do masturbation because it's, like, it's less pressure, it's less work. You're just gonna do that instead. Um, it also I, helps clear the mind. It does. But I feel like you should probably meet the right person. Not that you can like do that with a snap of your fingers, but I think the right person would turn you on or are you interested in sex there's no rush to get out of the dry spell because once you're there just hang out and you know enjoy the the freedom of not having to worry about an std yeah well yeah once they meet the right person they'll they'll want to and, and you know not even from like uh, maybe like a horniest mm-hmm. uh uh standpoint like they'll want to have sex because they will want to be with their partner yep. and please their partner and yep. so and then it'll just happen naturally that yeah. way it's like you know it, it'll kind of build on itself perfect alright so this is um, a question with a cherry and a questioning guy so I'm gonna assume this is um, about virginity but let's jump in I am a virgin man and have dead been, nuts with these things and it was kind of easy as emojis <laughs> I am a virgin and have been feeling sexually frustrated so I bought a vibrator. I've played with it for a bit, but it doesn't feel good or bad. Am I doing something wrong? Uh, I would say not. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't really do anything wrong with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you like we said earlier, you just kind of have to figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, does it say how old the, the questioner no. is? Nope. No. Nope. Um, so I mean, I'm mean, a virgin. I'm assuming like 18. So yeah, I mean it could it could be anywhere from uh, early teens all the way up to who knows. Yeah, um, who knows, right? Um, so I don't know. I, f- I feel like I just feel like I don't know. Like 
Some people don't like vibrators. Some people do. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so you know, you, you may not like it. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe in some, if somebody's a virgin, then they're probably not too uh, well versed in their own body. And I mean, for me personally, uh, obviously, it's a little different with men. I mean, right. We got a, we got a penis. Right. That's pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think I was a virgin when I started masturbating when I was a kid, and I was like, I still remember being like, this is awesome. I'm going to do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, well, I think for women, they, they have a lot of they have a lot of different erogenous zones, so mm-hmm. um, so things are a little different for them. Um, oh, definitely, for sure. So there's, there's, maybe they just need a little time to figure out their body and go from there. Word. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, play around with it, explore, and figure it out. All right, next one. I'm not even going to take what the emoji is because I don't know what that thing is called. <laughs> I've heard the guy I just started seeing likes to choke girls. Oh, that's a grip vice. I know what that is. Oh, right? now uh, he knows. Yeah, now I know. Vice grip. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um, I've heard the guy I just started seeing <laughs> likes to choke girls during sex. Apparently, it's in a kinky way, not a scary way. But I'm not sure I'm into that. How do I bring it up? And not sound so judgy. Well, that's a tough one. I had a I had an ex girlfriend who liked to be choked, and mm-hmm. I just refused to. I just absolutely refused Word. to do it uh, because it's uh, well, it's not my thing. Yeah. Um, and I find it a little deviant and ravey, and um, but maybe uh, maybe you just approach it and. Uh, say hey it's not my thing or hey maybe we can try it but if if it doesn't work out then yeah you end the relationship or you maybe he doesn't choke you i you know it's my question is to this person how do you how do people you know already know this guy's into choking like i feel like your friends have already kind of like been with him i'm assuming yeah yeah. and so like i guess that happens i don't know i guess i just feel like uh yeah, it circles back to the sleeping with your friends right. question it earlier. Does. It yeah. does. Yeah, I guess that's a, yeah. I don't know. But I'll say this, that I feel like you don't have to do it in a judgy way. Just kind of state your preference and be kind of open-minded. I, I will say I've dated a girl who, like, I, we were hanging out, and I was going through her drawers. She had a butt plug in there. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm into that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not really into butt stuff. All right, cool. Not a big deal. Then later we were like, you know, as you do, having the sex, and she goes, hey, want to do something sexy? Reach in my drawer. I'm like, that's not sexy to me, I'm not doing that. And she goes, oh, no, 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 not that, no, I have a, I have a rope, you want to tie me up? I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not well-versed in the knots of the BDSM, so. Oh, I had no idea, she was like, just, just try it, and I tried it, and I was like, alright, uh, I wasn't really into it, but. So was it like the, was it like the, the like the handcuffs type of rope, or was it like the, like the weird, like behind the back, like hog tie style? She, so it was the hog tie style. Ooh. And I didn't know I didn't know how to do it. She told me my and later she told me my like tying was terrible. Yes. She's she was like, Oh, I totally could have gotten out. I was like, Okay, I'd never had done that yeah. before. So, so she was very advanced in this. Yeah, well, she yeah, she had been in it, she's been doing it for a while apparently. I feel like that's something you kinda have to broach, uh like you have to broach a subject beforehand before nope. like, Hey, you're just like having sex and then hey, Tie me up in this very extravagant way. Yeah, nope, she didn't do that. She just threw, threw me threw me into the pigs. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, just do it. 
and I failed terribly. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I tried. Yeah. Well. And so, but the thing is, like, so I'm just saying with this situation, I feel like you need to just talk to him directly and go, hey, you know, like, it may not be my thing. And I'm willing to try it because it's not that bad, but the choking, yeah. I think choking is, is Yeah, the choking is a little too. different. Because, like, you're cutting off air and you're not a different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people will say, like, oh, yeah, you're going to come so much harder, but. I don't know. It's it seems like a risk I'm not willing to take. Oh yeah, now I've told this story before. I remember like there was a girl once that I like. This is like when I was super single, but I went home with this girl, and she was really into like slapping and punching and like Ooh, like, yeah. like 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 it was like, she was hot, and so I was like trying to stay into it. Yeah. But she like slapped the crap out of me in the face like really hard and wanted me to slap her back. And I just, Ooh. I'm not into the, into the, uh, the slapping or the abuse. <laughs> so, like, she, like, hit me really hard. And I, like, just, like, eh. and slightly, <laughs> slightly, slightly tapped her. And she goes, you, and she called me a pussy. She goes, you pussy. And, like, hit me hard in the face. And it hurt, and it ringed my ears. And I'm, like, I'm not into this. Ugh. And, and so, and at this point, you're pushing rope anyway. So, yeah. it's not really doing anybody any bit of yeah, good. it's not doing, so I'm just, like, I'm not into this. Like, <laughs> all right. And I just, I just, we didn't even, we weren't even having sex. We were just making out at that point. Yeah. And she wanted to like, go further. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to go home. You have a, you have a good life. I just couldn't do it. So if like the choking thing isn't really your thing, I would say try it out and see if you can deal with it. If it is your thing, give it a shot. If it's not, then just move on. You know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And some of those fish won't want to choke you. So. Hopefully. God. Hopefully. All right. I'm going to skip that question. I think that's a dumb question. All right. Let's see. We get another page of questions left. Hope you guys enjoy this, by the way. Oh, no, no. Last question. All right. Ooh, last right. question. Last question. All right, here we go. So, the last time I had sex with a guy... Well, I don't know why I just blinked out on that. Oh, my. Okay, that got weird. Sorry. I kind of had vertigo for a second. <laughs> I was like, the last time I had sex with a guy, I'm seeing... And I just, like, start reading it weird. All right. All right. We can do it. All right, all right. All right, here we go again. One, two, three. If you're listening to this show right now, you're wondering what's going on. I'm bringing the question again because it got weird. The last time I had sex with a guy I'm seeing, I cried. What the fuck? Am I okay? Was it? Well, I mean that that question requires a little more, a little more uh, background. Yeah, probably. Uh, was it? Was it like a? Was it like a? An emotional. Like, an emotional, like, this is great, I love this person crying, or was it, like, a painful cry? Like, what are we talking here? Right. I mean, maybe we can walk through each of the scenarios, but... I don't think it was pain because she was confused as to why she was crying. Yeah, well, okay, so let's let's assume it was, a, like, an emotional cry. Right. Um, so there's, you know, sometimes when you're happy and overwhelmed... Right. ...and you just cry, like... Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen it before. Like I've, um, when I was christened as my godson's godfather, right. like, like, you overcome with emotion. Yeah, I was overcome with emotion, and and I was very happy, and so my eyes started welling up with tears. These things happen. Like, um, it's not a bad thing. It's not no. anything against the reader. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, I, yeah, I'll say, like, you probably just had a burst of emotion or, like, maybe that that person you were with, I'm assuming, is someone that you've cared about for a while and you kind of felt like, for whatever reason, that moment was particularly gratifying or particularly, like, you just felt love. And I've had girls cry over that during sex with me before. 
but I just felt like like they felt really cared for and taken care of or whatever the situation was, and that's what happened. In other instances, I don't know. I mean, the other question I'll ask. But it's is, a positive though. It's a positive for sure, and I will say. I mean, it's not because I. Okay, so my other example of this is not during sex. I was dating a girl, and this is also I'm gonna be honest about this one. I had been drinking a bit, <laughs> and we were like at on a bus or something like that, and I got jealous or something that happened, and I left so I didn't have to see the thing that was happening made me jealous. She followed me onto the the uh, the bus we were on, and we wound up talking, and then I started uncontrollably crying because I loved her, because she was handling everything so well. Sure. And I could not stop crying. I was not upset. I wasn't mad. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't necessarily even that happy, but I just uncontrollably could not stop crying. Yeah. And so I initially blamed that on the drinking, but it had never happened to me, happened to me before. Like, I never got, like, weirdly emotional like that. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I, I grew up in a small town, uh, 3,000 people, mm-hmm. and so... Obviously, things move a little slower, and so mm-hmm. um, uh, where I come from, you don't cry, you don't show yep. emotions, you know, or yep, you we, well, you attempt not to. Um, me, I'm black. We don't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, so like my upbringing, like my father was a very emotional man, um, which was kind of out of the norm for right. where I came from. But um, so I'm. Like into so I'm still kind of internally conflicted because mm-hmm. I'm a very emotional person, but I also have the feeling of, hey, I can't be showing these emotions. Right. So hmm. Actually, I was going somewhere. The, the right. tangent. Uh, it's, right, it's fine. No, that's cool. We'll bring, we'll bring it back home. I mean, I definitely am similar in that regard because I am an emotional person. I know that extremely. And yet, I've like feel like to some degree I don't have emotions. Like I like if I hear like a family member passed away or is like sick or something like that, I know I should cry or feel some like thing, but I don't. Mm-hmm. But then you take something like stupid, like um, my girlfriend talking to a guy too long, like that's not me. I'll get really upset or weird about that. Like I'll get emotional in that aspect of it. Yeah, on that level, and it's, it's weird. I don't Mine's, know why. Well, yeah, in the, in that sense, mine would be more of a more of an anger than a. Than a cry, but uh, right, yeah, still. But it, it, you're very overwhelmed with yeah. emotion, right? Either way, you're still overwhelmed with emotion. So yeah. I'm gonna say that this. I'm gonna assume that this cry thing you had was a moment of overwhelming emotion. Also, and it's something I've experienced a couple different times. I cannot explain to you for whatever reason. Where I'll be watching a movie, right, or watching a TV show, and something will happen. And it doesn't matter what it is. Like somebody drops a piece of cake or something on the floor, whatever. And all of a sudden, I'll get the automatic feeling of wanting to cry like deeply and hard but it doesn't happen the feeling hits me then it goes away and I'm like wonder if my brain was broken in those moments actually <laughs> and then I'll have it happen another time where like I'll be watching something and I'll want to laugh but nothing happened that was funny and so there are moments where I do think this happens to other people where you get displaced emotions so it's very possible that happened to you as well so you may want to just kind of take a survey of your life and what's going on and if you had this happen before where you couldn't explain it, you may be weird like me. I don't know. Well, and it, I, I, I don't know, uh, as far as the uh, the wanting to cry when a piece of cake was dropped on the floor, I have a, I have a very <laughs> overdeveloped uh, sense of relationship to cake, so... Um. We all do. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> on that note, everybody, I think we're going to wrap up the show. We're done with questions. 
Uh, do you have anything you want to tell people who work here? They find you, if they want to find you. Um, if you don't have anything like that, just say bye. I mean, hey. uh, you can find me uh, somewhere on Twitter with Chris, <laughs> and um, I'll add, hopefully, I'll... hopefully, uh, we'll get a get a shout out to all our listeners again someday. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'll definitely make sure that um, possibly. Chase's Twitter will be on the show notes. You guys can find him and look him up. Otherwise, you can uh, e- not emails. No one emails anymore. No. <laughs> not anyone over the age of forty. Um, <laughs> you can find us or contact us if you want to send us questions at csandreas at twitter.com. Also, you can find me at any point at nerdyvideos.com or nerdmotivation.com. All my kind of info is on either one of those places. Uh, and now we're going to move on to me rapping. Again, I said this over and over again, but if you guys have any free time, do me a favor and leave us a rating or a review over at SoundCloud or iTunes. It really helps the show, helps us grow, helps people find us, and also just makes me feel good inside. And I think you should want to make me feel good inside, as I tell my girlfriend costumes. Thank <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Chris. We're at the end of the show, so um, we're going to do a little bit of a rap here. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit more of a, a poem than anything else. I didn't want to use music this time. I want to see what happens if I just kind of went free verse. So uh, let me give you a little quick non-beat. What up, y'all? Yo, my name is Chris. Yo, I got a couple of words that you can't resist. I'm falling off the top of my dome right now, but I want y'all to know I'm not gonna have no cow. I'm gonna give you the real. I'm gonna keep it so real. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna do the deal. I want you to know a couple of things about me. Yo, I'm a good guy. No apologies. Wanna help you out. Wanna make you smile. Wanna go a little bit crazy or wild, but at the same time, wanna show you my style. My style's being nice. Open up doors, right? Huh? What you mean? I'm a gentleman. Yeah, I'm still an OG. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do what I can, man. I do it full speed. Can't never stop me because they know where i be yeah i be here and i do with no fear yeah back up right now yeah you're growing a beard well that's cool with you that means you a real man but i got more testosterone in my left hand you can't feel it don't understand what i'm doing man i'm working so hard you're doing i think i'm drilling it eat a lot of cookies i eat a lot of oreos but that don't mean i'll slope it up slow for what oh no stop drop and roll that last thing was a mumbo that's okay with me because my bust up the thing like a little buzzy b call me mario or luigi because i put out the fire so quick and ready uh what you gonna do when you're flowing like me you ain't doing nothing boy you cannot see slow it on down and please have a count i subscribe to black master cosmo right now <laughs> and there you go guys um there's a little bit of a freestyle i wanted to do just off the top of the dome no beat just living it right and living it street i don't know what that means but anyway uh, see you guys next week for another episode where Eric will return and uh, maybe two episodes next week. I'm trying to burn through the rest of these episodes. Um, I want to get through the one I have with my friend Doug and his girlfriend where the audio is terrible, but the conversation is amazing. So, yeah, just stick around for that. And I really, 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 really love you guys for supporting the show. Do me a favor and go leave us a review over on iTunes or SoundCloud, like I said before, and share this with your friends. It's a good time. I love doing it, and I just want to keep it. It moving. Later, guys.